Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back into the VSIN Bet Center. Brady Cannon and Dan Leach with you. I am here live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. My partner, Mr. Leach, joins us via Detroit, Michigan. And Dan, we are in hour number three of the program, and we are about to get a puck drop. An actual playoff game is upon us between the New York Rangers and the Carolina Hurricanes. This is game six. Currently, the Carolina Hurricanes lead the series three games to two. It's been widely publicized that the home team has won each and every game in this series so far. Each game has also gone under the total, and that is what you're seeing here in the line. If you want to go under five and a half goals for this game six, you've got to lay a pretty penny Minus 145 is the juice on the total there towards the under. And the money continues to come in on your New York Rangers. The consensus price now minus 125 on the money line here just minutes before puck drop. This game opened up as a pick minus 110 either way. When we talked about the game earlier in the show today, the Rangers were up to minus 120. Now minus 125. I, I know you're a Rangers fan. Uh, you think they can go all the way to the Stanley Cup final. Does it worry you seeing the money being lopsided like that? Well, it, it certainly, yeah, Brady, sometimes it definitely would. But in this scenario, you know, it's a, a game six, elimination game, backs against your wall. Rangers have won five in a row at home. And, and you look at the way that Shesterkin, 73 saves in games three and four, uh, you know, just allowing two goals, has played a net for the Rangers. I, I mean, I, the price is getting a little crazy. I got it at 110. Uh, I believe you got it right around there as well. So I, I like that. I'm not going to lay that much money. Maybe you live bet the game and 
Uh, I mean, it'd be dangerous if Carolina took a one nothing lead and then you went on the Rangers, you know, down a goal. But maybe if it's just really nip and tuck, the line can go down a little bit for you to lie better. I think the game is probably going to go under, but I'm not laying that juice either to go under five and a half as every other game in this series has. Of course, this will probably be the one that goes over. It'll be like a seven to three game. Uh, but I do like the Rangers to win tonight. I like the Rangers to win game seven. I know I'm in probably the minority of, of that overall. And I think the Rangers have a great chance to give Tampa Bay some heck and get to the Stanley Cup Finals. But it starts tonight. Obviously, my whole prophecy is dead if the Rangers can't win tonight. But I do believe New York gets it done 2-1, to 3-2, to two, something like that tonight, and they win at home. Uh, these first, you know, playoff games in five years, this playoff season at home for the Rangers at Madison Square Garden. The crowd's going to be juiced. I got a couple of friends that are at the game right now that just told me during the break. It is crazy there already. So looking forward to some good hockey tonight at MSG. Yeah, it should be awesome. And the NHL playoffs have been tremendous throughout. And the New York Rangers, by the way, have won five straight games at home. The last time they lost was when these playoffs just began and they went to triple overtime yep. with the Pittsburgh Penguins. So even in a loss, it was that close. And they have won five at home since then. All right, let's go back to the NFL. We were having a discussion in the last segment about some of the news and notes. Colin Kaepernick working out for the Las Vegas Raiders, David Njoku, and and the uh, Cleveland Browns working out a deal, looking at some of the division odds and what have you. We've got another uh, little game, if you will, put in front of us here. Which quarterback would you rather have? And we'll kind of spin this into some season win totals and whatnot. Uh, the first matchup is Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. I think these two are paired up to play golf together out here uh, yep. on June 1st in the match at the Wynn Golf Club, not too far away from us at the Circa Studios. Uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes taking on Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady in a golf match. Um, but which quarterback would you rather have here? And of course, we saw that historic uh, playoff game last year at Arrowhead Stadium between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. They changed the overtime rules Big in the God. NFL because of that game. Uh, it, it was just a, a shame that somebody had to lose that contest. Um, I, I tell you what, can, can you really say which quarterback you would rather have I mean, take your pick, but, but I will tell you that I would, I would rather have Josh Allen simply because I think he's a little bit younger, possibly a little bit more shelf life, a little bit bigger, maybe a little bit less prone to being banged up. Uh, even when he does run the ball, both quarterbacks can run the ball very successfully, but uh, I think Allen would be the guy I would go with Mahomes. You know, we know this guy's a generational talent, but have we seen his best? Did he peak a couple of years ago when they went to a couple straight Super Bowls? Right now, Allen looks like the pick to me between these two. Yeah, and Brady, by the way, being here in the Motor City on the Lions flagship 97 with a ticket a few a year ago or so, if you would have put Matt Stafford and all these different ones we're putting here, everyone would have picked the majority against Matthew Stafford, which is ridiculous. I've always been a Matt Stafford guy. I'm actually wearing a Matt freaking Stafford t-shirt right now. So that that's all it, it's always funny how Detroit fans can be fickle with no success here with the Lions. But this is this is a one A, one B type thing. I love Mahomes, but I'm with you, Brady. And, and I had the Bills last year with the Super Bowl, futures wise. I have this year, even though they're the favorite. Uh Josh Allen is a little younger. He can run. He can pass. I just think that the upside with him right now, I mean, Mahomes is still incredible. One of the most metrically, you know, absurd quarterbacks in the history of football and will still be obviously very good, but no Tyreek Hill and obviously him getting a little older and maybe some figuring out that Andy Reid's be enemy offense. To me, it's Josh Allen, but barely. You have either of these quarterbacks, you got a chance to win a Super Bowl year in, year out. 
Absolutely. Of course. It's almost unfair to say which one you like better. But, uh, uh, you know, to your point and the point that we kind of agree on here, Alan, a little bit younger, maybe a little bit more durable with the size and what have you. So like they say, if you held a gun to my head, I'd probably go that direction. By the way, the Super Bowl odds, the Bills at plus 650, the Chiefs at nine to one to win it. What was the number you got on the Bills? Did you go all the way to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I got the bills at nine, nine to one, and oh, it's nice. Float. Yeah, really, really early. I think it was, I think I did it like literally after the Super Bowl ended. Uh, but I know it's gone down as low as where it's at now, six fifty. I know I know some people that got it at eight to one. But once again, this is not a value play. This is strictly I believe it's the Bills year, and I I feel confident with putting the kind of the amount I put on them that it's worth the the value on that. But like you don't want to take the favorite normally to win the Super Bowl. It's so tough. I mean, very rarely do the favorites, except a couple of years the Chiefs were around when they got there twice and won once. Uh, it doesn't happen often, but yeah, I got the bills nine to one. I got very lucky. I'm, I'm very happy about sticking with that for now. Okay. The next matchup is Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. And these guys came into the league the same year and what a quarterback class that was. Uh, Justin Herbert, of course, uh, with the rocket arm, Joe Burrow, I think, you know, has the accuracy and the competitiveness. I think it's a really tough decision between these two. Obviously Joe Burrow already taking his team to a Super Bowl. Just what a warrior he is, but I kind of like the athletic ability and, and that huge arm that Justin Herbert has. I might go the direction of the Charger uh, in Justin Herbert. See, I, I knew, you know, we might have never worked together before, but obviously I knew I was working with a genius today because uh, I'm trying to bring that up as well. Uh, I, listen, Joe Burrow, as you said, they went to the Super Bowl. He is incredible. He was worthy of the overall number one pick. This is actually more about maybe who I would want without a team right now as opposed to the fact that he's on the you – know, Burrow's on the Bengals and Herbert's on the Chargers. I think that when you look at these – both these quarterbacks are both great. I think Herbert is a little better. He's got that better arm, and he's a little more accurate. So for me, it's, it's very, very slight as far as the edge goes, but I'm going to go Justin Herbert as well. All right. The Chargers, by the way, a shorter price to win the Super Bowl at 16 to one and the Bengals to go back to the Super Bowl and win it at 20 to one. Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson. Uh, I think this one's pretty simple for me. I would take Lamar Jackson. I just do not like what has transpired with Kyler Murray and, you know, what is going on with his negotiations with the Arizona Cardinals. I'll tell you what, Dan, I've started to formulate the opinion in this offseason, and and maybe it's not really a surprise, but I I think the Cardinals are absolutely a fade team this year. I believe it was 8-0, maybe 7-0, but they got off to a wild start last season. DeAndre Hopkins went out with injury. Kyler Murray got banged up. Even though they won a couple of games with Colt McCoy in as backup uh, for Kyler Murray, uh, I, I think the Cardinals will certainly have some regression this year, and I think part of that is possibly the distraction of Kyler Murray in this offseason that they've been going through. I would absolutely take Lamar Jackson out of these two. Yeah, not only are they a fade team, and all due respect to Cliff Kingsbury, it's not working yet, and then just to add the Kyler Murray stuff, I mean, he's a great player, and obviously can extend plays and throw the ball down the field and run and do all that stuff that you want a quarterback in this modern era to do, but to me, if he, the only reason that there's a little trepidation for me, Brady, is Lamar Jackson gets hurt so much, but there's not many better runners in, in NFL history uh, than Lamar Jackson, and obviously he's gotten better at his throwing he showed it in flashes last year where he was able to, you know, get balls down the field, you know, 50, 60 yards. I, I think it's not a no-brainer, but it's close to one right now, especially with all the other factors with Kyler Murray, as you mentioned. Lamar Jackson's the guy between those two. 
Yeah, the Baltimore Ravens 20 to 1 to win the Super Bowl and the Arizona Cardinals at 25 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. All right, the next matchup here, Mac Jones versus Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I, I would simply very easily go with Trevor Lawrence. Now, you know, he had a, a horrific experience under Urban Meyer in his rookie campaign. He didn't look all that great. Now, he did start to turn it around later in the season and had a couple of pretty good games. Um, but I just think overall he has the bigger upside, the more talent than Mac Jones has. I think Mac Jones went to a great system. Obviously, the New England Patriots, a storied franchise that just churns out successful campaign after successful campaign and he is shown to be a pretty darn good fit for that organization um, but if I was building a team I think I would want Mr. Lawrence yeah six words Mac Jones is not Tom Brady and all due respect to Belichick <laughs> and the, the genius up there in uh in Foxborough in New England I mean Mac Jones I've never really got it I mean is he capable of being a good quarterback sure but I just never really was sold not saying they should have kept Cam Newton or or gone another direction but Mac Jones might end up being pretty good we'll see it's Belichick he seems to have the secret sauce always but to me Trevor Lawrence is just going to get better and better you mentioned the Urban Meyer stuff he's out of that era I think he's going to be much better moving forward with Trevor Lawrence and he has a, a great upside the Jaguars 100 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, the Patriots at 35 to 1. Dan, uh, just less than a minute left here. The Jaguars' win total for the season has intrigued me at six. Can they improve that much? Do you expect that out of Doug Peterson and the new regime there in Jacksonville? They're going to be better, but uh, I mean, at six, it's right where it should be, Brady. They they can do it, but I just, I can't go over the six. I feel like maybe they get to six, six and 11, but they, you would, you would hope after the Urban Meyer nonsense, they could improve enough to get to seven wins, but I, I don't think they can do it this year. It's just a massive jump. I mean, they had one yeah. win, you know, are they going to get to seven this year? I kind of hope they do. I, I'd love to see Trevor Lawrence be incredibly Me successful. Uh, you know, I think we need stars in the league like that, and I'm rooting for him. But I don't think I will root for him with my wallet. We'll come back with some more NFL talk in just a moment. Stick around. It's the VSIN Bet Center. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my (laughs) There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. 
The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $39. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily best bets from baseball. Jonathan Von Tobel will have all the best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. Lots of preseason NFL coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $39 to be a subscriber all the way through July 31. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. Brady Cannon and Dan Leach with you. They are underway on the ice at Madison Square Garden, about four minutes into game six between the New York Rangers and the Carolina Hurricanes. Still no score on the board. Carolina, of course, leading that series three games to two. The Rangers went off at about a minus 125 favorite with a total of five and a half. Uh, continuing the NFL talk here, Dan, we want to talk about some of the first-year head coaches in the league this year and some of the season win totals that they are up against. And you've got quite a few first, not necessarily their first stint at head coach. Some it is their debut performance as a head coach, but many have been there before. Like the Saints' Dennis Allen, he was a coach of the Raiders for a short period of time, but he will now take over for Sean Payton in New Orleans as the head boss for the New Orleans Saints. And the season win total for the Saints is at eight and a half. And the over is a slight underdog at about plus 105. You know, there was a a time when this number was at eight and I would have gone over. I I think the Saints are still a very good quality club. Dennis Allen has been running a very good defense with that squad for a few years now. Uh, I think this team has plenty of talent. Uh, Jameis Winston, of course, they were off to a pretty decent start last year and then he got injured and then the quarterback situation was really a mess. Um, I, I think if Winston's healthy and everything goes according to plan, I would probably still go over eight and a half on the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I'll tell you, first look, and I know we're going to go down some of these, and I might have to cheat and add uh, the Lions' Dan Campbell, even though he's not a first-year head coach. But I, I think you look at you know most of these numbers, especially the Broncos, and I think that it's going to be the over is going to be tough on all of them. I mean, you're asking a lot. But to, to your point about the Saints, you're right about if it's eight, I feel a lot different than if it's eight and a half because you got to get to nine to win that bet. Eight would be a push, which I'm fine with. But you're right, the Saints still have they got talent on defense, and obviously there's no Drew Brees anymore. But this is a team that definitely has enough pieces that in that division. They can win eight or nine games, so it's not a great play, but that's the one that really stands out to me. I mean, you look at Brian Dable, who could end up doing a great job down the road with the Giants, but after the great draft they had with Kayvon Thibodeau and others, I just think it's, I just, I don't buy into Daniel Jones. I'm not there yet, and I think it's going to take at least a, a couple of years for him to implement his system and for that team to be much better. So I'm, I'm fading the over on that one. That's why you're seeing the under money minus uh, 130 or so uh, on Brian, well, actually minus 160 right now on the seven and a half. Uh, so for me, you know, you, you back to the Saints question, can they do it? Yes, but I mean, eight is a lot better than eight and a half. So I'd probably stay away from that right now. Yeah, the Giants are a real mystery to me. You know, I, I think Brian Dable will probably have success there. I think Daniel Jones will be better. Like you mentioned, I really like the draft that they have. Uh, I, I think the offensive line is getting better. That was a, a real tough spot uh, for the New York Giants the past couple of seasons. But, you know, 
Brian Dable, you know, other than his last few years at the Buffalo Bills, he's had many campaigns where he's really struggled as an assistant coach as well. So you just don't know. Sometimes, you know, what you've seen last doesn't always carry out forward going forward. And what we've seen last out of Brian Dable is the guy's just an offensive genius. Well, now he's into the role of a head coach. Is it going to all work out? I kind of think it well, but I'm not going to go there as far as a bet. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett and the Broncos. I, I just thought that number was crazy. It's uh, nuts. It, it, it's, it's totally nuts. I mean, all of a sudden you get Russell Wilson. I know that's a big deal, but now you're asking this team to win 11 games if you want to bet over their season win total? No way. <laughs> I'd be on the under here. I, I, and again, we talked about it earlier. In this division, who plays the NFC West for their non-conference yeah. opponent? Yeah, I, I think that's a, a, a real big ask for the Broncos to get to 11. Yeah, Brady, Russell Wilson's awesome. And I got a really good friend, my, my friend Dave, who's always been, he's lived in Detroit his whole life, yet he's a Broncos fan. I call him a traitor and part of the Rebel Alliance, not sticking with our lines, but I get it. At least they've won some stuff. But 10 and a half, I know it's in a, a 17 game slate now, so it's not like, you know, it was 16 games and you got to win 11 or 12. You get the extra game in there. But playing the NFC West, playing in the AFC West, First year with a you know a new quarterback. It wasn't like the Broncos did a lot last year. Uh, obviously, with inferior quarterback play, uh, that's a, that is a of, of all the wins. I knew it was going to go up crazy when they got Russell Wilson. But of all the win totals in the NFL, there's not one. That, I mean, maybe silly is not the right word, but uh, you know, just nonsense to me is that ten and a half with the Broncos. I mean, obviously, you look at the over. It's my the over's the the money. I mean, you got to lay money on the over. You get even money on the under. I definitely would lean on the under on that. I mean, I don't want to bet against Russell Wilson and the Broncos, but if I, let's say I had a mythical, you know, $100, I'm definitely taking the under 10 and a half even money with the Broncos. It looks like many shops have now gone to an even 10. No surprise there that the initial money coming in on the under and the number now uh, minus 120 to over 10. So still minus money on the over, uh, but a big difference there between 10 and a half and 10. Uh, one uh, that I like uh, going over the total here is Lovey Smith and the Houston Texans. Uh, the, too. No- the number is four and a half. Yeah, there might be some fours out there, but pretty much I believe a consensus four and a half. And it is a little bit minus money to the over at minus 120 is what I'm seeing. Uh, also some shorter prices at maybe minus 105. So even less expensive to go over the four and a half at some shops. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think this Texas team or Texans team was all that bad last year. Certainly they had a couple of games where they were very competitive. Uh, it seems to me that this team might be convinced that Davis Mills is their guy. They haven't exactly gone out and, and pursued guys like Baker Mayfield or Jimmy Garoppolo, and, and I'm, I can't necessarily disagree with them. I don't think Davis Mills was awful, and uh, he was certainly highly touted coming out of Stanford, and he's probably only going to progress and get better. Now, this team still has a long way to go, but I certainly think they have a good shot to get to five wins this year. Yeah, this is another great line to think of like here, Brady. And, and Davis Mills is the, you know, he is the, the linchpin here. And I do believe he has a lot of upside, but you've got, you know, Cooks as a receiver. You got the youngster out of Michigan, Nico Collins. You've got a pretty solid offensive line along with Laramie Tunsil. The defense, as you mentioned last year, was pretty good. And you draft Stingy Jr., who's going to be incredible, could be defensive rookie of the year if I met Aiden Hutch that isn't. So to ask a team in, in this modern NFL that I mentioned going back to 2001, the eight division format, worst to first, happens every year, multiple new playoff teams every year. I'm not saying 
the Texans are going to be a playoff type team, but to ask them to go over four and a half wins, they were in a lot of games. They had some upsets early in the year uh, that they shouldn't have won to get to five or six wins is not crazy when you were, you know, close to that last year. So to me, that's the one on this chart of all the overs that I'd feel the best about. And obviously the Broncos being the one I feel the worst about, and I would go under on that. So over on the Texans and under on the Broncos for me. How about any others on this list? You've got Matt Eberflus who takes over in Chicago. His number is at six and a half as far as the season win total. Mike McDaniel, I think this is a very interesting situation in Miami, the former offensive coordinator for the 49ers. The win total there set at nine. Uh, In fact, it's been bet down at many shops to eight and a half. Josh McDaniel here in town for the Raiders. They take a big uh, bump up uh, last season. Their season win total was seven or seven and a half. Now all the way to eight and a half. You've got Kevin O'Connell taking over for Mike Zimmer in Minnesota. And then we talked about Doug Peterson and the Jaguars. That win total all the way up to six. Uh, any thoughts or positions on some of the others there for these first year head coaches? Well, I told you I was going to cheat and bring in my man Dan Campbell year two, six and a half wins. And I look at him with Matt Everflus and the Bears. The Lions actually have better odds. Uh, the third best odds to win the division in the NFC North. I think the Bears are going to go backwards. I am not I, I'm not a believer in Justin Strawberry Fields as of now. Could he be good? Sure. But I just think the Bears are a team going in the wrong direction. I, and it's good that they got a whole new owner, you know, a whole new you know regime in there because they needed that. And Matt Nagy obviously was not performing. But I definitely look at the under for the Bears. I think they're going to be around a five or six win team. Not, not a play for me, but I think that number's right where it should be at. The other one I was looking at that you brought up, uh, Kevin O'Connell with the Vikings. The Vikings are just a, they're a very interesting team. It's not like they got a lot worse or got a lot better. They're kind of like porridge. They're just right. But nine seems like a lot of wins to me. So to me, I lean on the under with the Vikings in their first year with Kevin O'Connell. And I mentioned Dan Campbell. I think the line's over is the play. I think the Lions, who won three games and tied one last year, can go to four, you know, go to uh, seven or eight wins in year number two with the great draft they had. So interesting NFC North stuff going on. Under Vikings, under Bears, but over uh, on the Texans. And uh, I, I definitely like the under on the Broncos, too. I think Kevin O'Connell and the Vikings is very interesting. That number seems just about right to me at nine. And I think that division is interesting to handicap too. Uh, I think there's a lot of people that like the Lions to improve. I I don't think anybody didn't like what they saw last year out of Dan Campbell and his ability to get this team to really play hard. Uh, The Bears, I don't disagree with you. I don't think they're going to be any great shakes this year. There's a lot of buzz about the Packers, and certainly they're the deserved favorite in that division. But kind of nobody's talking about the Vikings. I don't know. Very interesting. Uh, Haven't made my mind up here. Uh, on that one just yet as far as a bet. We'll talk some more NFL on the other side. Stick around, update you on the hockey as well. Still no score in game six. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete for free cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 years or only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. 
Brady Cannon and Dan Leach with you inside the VEASAN Bet Center. We went to the break and there was no score in game six between the Rangers and the Hurricanes. And just like that, it's two to nothing in favor of the Rangers. They light the lamp just as we were going to break and then they get a power play and score about 45 seconds into the power play and now lead the Carolina Hurricanes two to nothing with half of the first period expired. Ten minutes left in the first period and your in-game total has now gone to six and a half. Maybe we get the first game of this series that will actually go over the total. The New York Rangers closed again as minus 125 favorites on the money line. They are now minus 650 in the live market and the take back on Carolina is four to one. Now, Dan, I know you were all over the Rangers. Is four to one on Carolina at all attractive to you? Absolutely not. <laughs> Stick with the Rangers. Give me the give me the homestanding MSGers. And I mentioned before everything started, uh, Brady, that the this was maybe the game that would go over. I, I kind of joked at seven to three, but it looks like this could be like a five one five two type of game. But I mean, I think the Rangers, you know, the most dangerous lead in hockey is a two goal lead. But if the Rangers score next and go up three to nothing, this game is over, and we're going back to Carolina for a game number seven. Uh, but what a what a start! Two goals in the first ten or so minutes, and this is exactly what I wanted to hopefully have a stress-free next uh, you know, couple periods and have the Rangers get to a Game 7. Well, we've also got action on the Colorado Rockies. They are in the nightcap of their doubleheader with the Washington Nationals, and they do own a 3-2 lead in the bottom of the eighth inning. 3-2 over Washington, Colorado leading that one in the bottom of the eighth. The Baltimore Orioles on top of the Red Sox, 4-1, to one, the bottom of the seventh there at Fenway. The Arizona Diamondbacks, here, this might be your opportunity, Dan. The Arizona Diamondbacks in the fourth inning, bottom of the fourth inning, leading the Los Angeles Dodgers 2-1. to one. Now, the live line has been taken off it's frozen for just a moment here but we're likely to get a pretty decent price on the Dodgers and we talked about this situation being down just a run early in the game maybe an opportunity to back the Dodgers live the Chicago Cubs now with a three to nothing advantage over the Chicago White Sox top of the fifth inning there in the south side of Chicago the Philadelphia Phillies with a two to one lead on the New York Mets both you and I on the fight and fills they are out to a lead again two to one over New York they are in the bottom of the fourth inning there at City Field and then we've got two more games three more games rather for your Saturday night coming up that we will preview in the next hour we want to continue with the NFL talk and it is time now to play take it or pass it are you ready for a little game show if you will Mr. Leach I am always ready love it all right, very good. So what we're going to do here is I'm going to give you a couple different bets, and you tell me which one you prefer. Here's your first pair of choices. The Denver Broncos to go over their season win total of 10.5 with a price of plus 130, or the Las Vegas Raiders to make the playoffs with a yes being plus 180. Playoffs. Thanks for starting with an easy one, because if people were listening in the last segment or watching the last segment, you know that I am fading the Broncos and that absurd 10 and a half uh, to go over. That is insane to me. The value is absolutely with the Raiders out there uh, in the desert to, to make the playoffs. Like the Raiders with Derek Carr and, you know, solid offense and, and an improving defense at plus 180. I know they're playing, as we've discussed, in that very tough, probably the best division of football, AFC West. They have to play the NFC West, but to, to make the playoffs is a lot different than winning the division or, you know, running through the playoffs to get to a, a title game or a Super Bowl. So for me, this is an easy first selection. Give me the Raiders to make the playoffs. Yes, plus 180. Definitely over the Broncos to go over 10 and a half plus 130. 
Well, if you look at that division last year, the Raiders made the playoffs last year in that final game. Yep. You know, if it would have ended a tie with the Los Angeles Chargers, they would have both gone to the playoffs. Anyway, the Raiders go to the playoffs. They end up losing to the Cincinnati Bengals. But maybe the biggest change in that division is Russell Wilson joining the Denver Broncos. Now, I know the Chargers have added some pieces as well, but. You know, I, I'm absolutely with you there. I, I have high hopes for the Raiders this year. I think they will do pretty well. I think they will make the playoffs again, and so I would absolutely take the plus 180. Not only that, I would probably go under the season win total for the Broncos rather than take that choice there with the over. Okay, the Agreed. second choice, the Baltimore Ravens to win the AFC North at 2-1 to one, plus 200 or the Cincinnati Bengals to win the AFC North. Same price, 2-1. to one. I think I know where we're both going on this one because we both like, uh, you know, one of these two teams. And it's not that I don't like the Ravens. I just get worried about Lamar Jackson's health. I think they're obviously a very good team. You mentioned this earlier in the show. They draft so well. They've been doing it for decades. I mean, going back to, you know, the the Trent Dilfer era when they, you know, had this terrible offense, but an amazing defense with Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and others. The Bengals, though, you know, as I mentioned, it's one of these things where there's been so many years in the last, let's say, 40 in the Super Bowl era where there's a Super Bowl hangover for the team that loses the Super Bowl. And I just don't think that's going to happen as much anymore because we do have this full era of parity where you're seeing so many teams in this four, uh, you know, team eight division format go worst to first where teams that have had success the year before are keeping that success going. You've got Joe Burrow. You've got a burgeoning offense with Jamar Chase. You've got, you know, pieces on defense for the draft. I, I mean, both these teams are two to one. So if I'm getting the same Price, I'm going to go with the team I like a little more. It's the Bengals. I go Cincy to win the AFC North at two to one. Uh, by the way, the Los Angeles Dodgers are now even money to win this baseball game, and they are batting in the top of the fifth Take inning. It. So, yeah, it's a far different price than where we started this game with the Dodgers at about minus 190. They are only down a run, 2-1, to one, to the Arizona Diamondbacks, and they are batting in the top of the fifth inning, even money, again, to win this ball ballgame. Um, I'm going the opposite direction here. I, I, I like the Baltimore Ravens. I actually think... You could go uh, worst to first and first to worst. You could have a flip-flop here. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens uh, winning the division, the AFC North, and I think it's possible that the Cincinnati Bengals could finish last in the division. Now, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think they have a ways to go. Obviously, life without Ben Roethlisberger starts this year. How is that going to go? Could be a little bit of an adjustment period for this team. Also, at the same time, they have never had a losing season under head coach Mike Tomlin, and I do believe in the Super Bowl loser hangover and I think that could very well happen to the Cincinnati Bengals you talked about it Dan I mean there's still a lot of talent on this team but we saw it happen to the San Francisco 49ers decimated by injury the year after they win this or the year after they lose the Super Bowl rather and you know you're certainly not rooting for injury ever but but things like that happen and uh, Cincinnati, I think it's so hard for the, you know, I think the, the Super Bowl loser hangover is these teams work so hard to climb that mountain and then to not succeed on the ultimate final stage, I, I think is just such a blow that it's really difficult to try and repeat that performance in the following year. And, and Baltimore, on the other hand, came that close to making the playoffs, came up a little bit short and, and at the same time was decimated by injury before the season even got started. Uh, I, I think Baltimore could have a big turnaround this year, so I would be taking the Ravens in that one. The final one, uh, a choice of two bets here. The Indianapolis Colts to win the AFC South at minus 105, or do you want the Tennessee Titans to win the AFC South at plus 135? 
Well, it's a tricky one. And listen, you know, it's it's almost like the Miami Heat out know, disrespecting they were as a one seed. The Titans are a team that have come close to Super Bowls in recent years. I love Rabel. Obviously, Tannehill kind of has we've seen, we've seen the end of the Tannehill era and the start of the Malik Willis era. But I'll tell you this. If the Colts had Carson Wentzylvania, I'd be definitely fading them in every way, shape, or form. They've got Matt Ryan. And Matt Ryan kind of was fading, you know, being, uh, I don't want to say obsolete in Atlanta, but that Atlanta team just wasn't being run really well. He goes to Indianapolis. They got Jonathan Taylor. They've got some really exciting pieces on defense in Indy. I know you got to lay a little uh, money here uh, in, in this scenario. Instead of getting the plus 135, you got to lay the minus 105. But to me, I mean, the Titans are still a really good team and can still have a great year. But I think it's the Colts that are going to be better. I'm going to take the Colts minus the 105 to win the AFC South over Tennessee. And Ryan Tannehill has maybe Malik Willis has started by midseason. By the way, the Carolina Hurricanes on a power play about a minute left in that man advantage situation for the Hurricanes. About six minutes left in the first period there as they trail the New York Rangers two to nothing. And they are even a bigger dog in the live market now as a few more minutes tick off in the first period. Plus 450, the Carolina Hurricanes to come back and win this game. Minus 700 are the New York Rangers. Uh, I'm with you there on that one. I would take the Indianapolis Colts at the small minus price as well. Minus 105. I've never been a huge fan of the Tennessee Titans and Ryan Tannehill, and certainly they have put together some very good seasons. I believe that the wear and tear may be starting to show up on Derrick Henry. I worried about that last year. Of course, he suffered the foot injury. Uh, he's a tremendous player and seems to be maybe more durable than certainly your average running back, but it did catch up to him last year, and, and I'm just not so sure you know, if he's going to be able to last 17 games once again this season. I don't have a ton of faith in Ryan Tannehill. I, I think eventually uh, Frank Reich and company are going to get it right. I think he's an excellent coach, and, and bringing Matt Ryan in there I think is a big deal. Um, I, I would lay the wood there. I, I would be more willing to fade Tennessee and also at the same time back Indianapolis Absolutely. in the AFC South Division. We'll come back. One more segment of football on the way, and this time we're going to the college ranks. Who's going to win the national championship next January? We'll be right back with more on the VSIN Bet Center. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Betting splits will show you where the money bets are moving for every game, and it's now updated every 10 minutes, so you can see all the changes in all of the action. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can, knock, uh, you can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. The New York Rangers hanging on to a 2 to nothing lead over the Carolina Hurricanes in Game 6 at Madison Square Garden. They kill off the penalty and maintain that two-goal advantage. Just about three minutes now left in the first period, and the Carolina Hurricanes now back down to a 4-1 to underdog. The New York Rangers minus 650 in the live market on the money line. Your in-game total got as high as 6.5 with those two goals early by the Rangers, now down to 6, and it is minus 120 to the under. So as every second ticks off the clock here more money or more juice rather coming in on that going under six again two to nothing rangers and under three minutes now left in the first period dan let's talk a little football some more football but let's go to the college ranks we've been talking nfl here for about the past 45 minutes i want to touch on the college football national championship and some odds that are on the board here at our friends at BetMGM. the crimson tide of alabama the first choice the favorite at two to one and i've seen some books uh, including right here behind me at circa uh at a number shorter than that around plus 160 i believe at circa sports the defending champion georgia bulldogs at plus 340 ohio state at plus 450 clemson at 12 to 1 texas a&m at 28 to 1 uh usc at 30 to 1 and Oklahoma at 35 to 1, no longer with Lincoln Riley at the helm. He's at USC, the aforementioned Trojans, who are at 30 to 1. Your Michigan Wolverines at 40 to 1. Utah at 45 to 1. Notre Dame at 45 to 1. And also the Bengals or the Bayou Bengals of LSU at 60 to 1. Any team there on that list? Obviously, we're not listing uh, everybody here, but certainly the uh, shortest shots on the board and down into the mid-range prices. Anybody there that catches your eye? Well, Brady, you know, when I bet futures, I'm always looking for value. It's no fun betting on Bama or Georgia or Ohio State. Definitely not betting on the Buckeyes being a Wolverine fan. And I, I wish I could give you Michigan. Last year was magical. I was just telling you during the break, I was there in Indy. I was at all the home games. I was on the field at Ohio State for the first time since 97 when I was smoking a cigar next to Charles Woodson with the rose in his mouth. Uh, it was an, an amazing year, but we lost, Michigan lost too much, especially on defense. Will it be Cade McNamara, you know, coming back to start? Will it be J.P. McCarthy, the youngster who was the true freshman last year? I don't know, but Harbaugh almost left. It says there's too much turnover. Michigan still maybe win the Big Ten, but they're not going to win the national championship. To me, I'm, I'm looking at a team aside outside of Bama, Georgia, and Ohio State. Of course, those teams are favored for a reason. But I look at Texas A&M, and I know that their quarterback from last year, Zach Calzada, transferred to Auburn, and they got to figure out if it's going to be the LSU transfer, Max Johnson, Haynes King, or their five-star commit, Connor Wiegman. You look at Jimbo Fisher and the big fight with Nick, you know, uh, Saban. Saban saying they're paying for all their players. Well, everyone's kind of paying for players with the NIL stuff. And they're, those teams playing each other in Tuscaloosa. And, you know, looked at as maybe one of the great recruiting classes in recent memory for Jimbo Fisher. I want to find a team that gives me some value that's not, you know, five to one or less. 
And to me, that's Texas A&M. I mean, obviously, they play in a very tough SEC. It's going to be a tough way for them to get to the, even the SEC title game. But if they're able to, and let's say Bama isn't as good as, as most people think they're going to be, which has happened in years past, and Georgia, obviously, uh, coming off the title to win back-to-back would be crazy. Ohio State, obviously, you know, with C.J. Stroud, they've got it. They're completely loaded and definitely are the favorites and should be to win the Big Ten. I'm looking at A&M, if they can figure out their quarterback, They've got a ridiculous amount of talent on defense. They've got great skill players, really like two-headed running back system there. And I think Jimbo Fisher's a solid coach. So 28 to 1 right now, that gives me some value. I, I banged a bet on these guys like a month or so ago. So I like Texas AM, and I cannot wait for AM Alabama later in the season. Yeah, that is really going to be something. And of course, that will be in Tuscaloosa. So I have a feeling I I know who's going to win that game. But uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be certainly a, a, a stage. Take AM sure. plus 14 or whatever. It is. <laughs> What's that? They gain them plus the 14 points they'll be getting. Probably. Right. Yep. It'll probably be in that neighborhood, maybe 10, but you're right. It'll probably be double digits. Uh, and I I'm with you on a and M too at 28 to one. I don't think that's a bad play. I, the other teams that I liked, I like Clemson at 12 to one. I like USC at 30 to one. I think it could make a real difference for USC with Lincoln Riley now in charge. And, and then I like LSU at 60 to one. I mean, any team in the SEC at 60 to one seems like a pretty good value to me. Um, I, I wonder if there's maybe a little bit of strategy here for you, Dan. If you were going to maybe bet, let's say you're going to bet three teams, may, maybe even four, would you possibly, maybe you take at, for, at the most, two from the SEC. But but my point is maybe spread it out a little bit because when we get to the playoff, you're not going to have three out of the four teams. It's not likely that you're going to have three out of the four teams from the SEC. You might certainly have two, um, but, but I would want to kind of sprinkle it a little bit where, like I say, Clemson, you know, a representative from the AFC, USC from the Pac-12, and then maybe back it up with a couple from the SEC in LSU and A&M. Does that make some sense if you're strategizing on how to, you know, kind of go about making these futures plays? Makes tons of sense. And you gotta, I mean, obviously this isn't like, you know, betting tennis where you know where the draws are, where you can't have multiple people on the same side of the draw get to the final. You only have one. You could have, you know, th- theoretically you could have, you know, four SEC teams go to the playoff. It's not going to happen. So yeah, you definitely want to spread. And to me, the way I look at it is, is yes, I know Georgia won the title last year. Obviously, Bama losing Jamison Williams hurt them uh, in the semifinal, but it's or in, the, in the title game. But it's one of these things where I got to fade one of those two teams. And if I'm going to fade one of them, I'm going to fade Georgia because they were there last year. And Bama is the odds-on favorite for a reason. So I would include Bama as kind of a hedge play. I hate to do it, but I'm going to put the Buckeyes in there because they are obviously an incredibly good team. And CJ Stroud is going to be a Heisman contender. And then I have to look at the long shot value. Obviously, AM, as I mentioned, will be one of those teams. And you mentioned an interesting point about USC. Lincoln Riley brings such a gravitas that USC has been missing since going back to the Pete Carroll era, uh, Pete Carroll era before he started cheating. And it got out of there, got out of Dodge right in time before this, the sanctions. But it's one of these things where the Pac 12 has been so bad for the majority of the time getting to the playoffs. I know Oregon's gone there and they've had some success, but I, I just can't get USC in there now. So I'm going to look at a team. You mentioned LSU at 60 to one, Oklahoma, even though looking around, he's gone at 35 to one. I would love to put my Wolverines in there, but I can't. So it's going to be probably a team like Oklahoma or LSU. I'm, I'm fading Notre Dame, Utah. I don't think you get there either. So I think it's probably going to be, 
you know, Alabama, Ohio State, Texas A&M, and then either Oklahoma or LSU as far as the value goes. I mean, you're talking me into USC. I think you got a chance. I just can't trust the Pac-12, so I'll stay away from that for now. But as you mentioned, you've got to find a way to kind of balance your selections. There's obviously four teams to get to the playoffs. You're not going to have probably three from any conference unless it's the SEC. So you want to kind of balance it out. That's why I've got a Big Ten team, two SECs, maybe even three SECs to kind of hedge it out, and then possibly a Big 12 team as well. Yeah, I think Riley does make a big difference for USC and maybe the, you know, the playoff appearance, the national championship, whatever, maybe that's two, three, four years away when he can get more of his recruiting uh, footprint, you know, laid down on that program. But I think they are going to improve right away. You mentioned Utah. I I don't really want to go there. I love Kyle Whittingham. I think he's one of the best coaches in the country, but usually they're very defensive oriented. And I don't know if they have enough offense, uh, you know, explosive explosiveness on offense typically Whittingham's teams are not built that way usually some of the best teams in the country as far as defense but I don't know if offensively they can make a run for a national title Oklahoma is always a sexy pick it seems like year in and year out to be hey this year watch out for Oklahoma I'm on the Sooners to win it all and now they lose their coach. So uh, I really don't want to go down that road. And as far as Georgia, I understand how it is, and we've seen it for years with Alabama. These teams, they don't rebuild. They just reload. But Georgia, they had record number of players drafted in the first round, you know, defensive players drafted in the first round, the number of players drafted out of that school. They, They lost so much. There's no way I'd be betting on them at such a short price. Yeah, what did they set the record for eight first-round picks? I mean, there was never a team that had more of them. And and back to Oklahoma, Brett Venables, obviously, being Clemson and and, and with a great – you know, kind of, uh, you know, here, uh, you know, lineage that he's got. He is going to be good at Oklahoma, but year number one, as you mentioned, it's it's always a sexy pick to take them. They seem to always have great offense, but not a good enough defense. That's why, you know, it's it's dangerous there. But, you know, you, you look at just the way that some of these programs are going to ebb and flow. And you mentioned Georgia with all those those draft picks. I, can they get back there? Of course, they're one of the, the four best programs in the country. They have been forever. But losing, it's like Michigan, losing all those players. You think there's obviously going to be a logical step back. The question is, are they good enough to at least make the playoff? And then anything can happen from there. Hey, Dan, guess what? Uh, the Dodgers have tied it up. They're now minus 250 on the money line. Two to they two. They bet legally in Michigan, right? Yeah. <laughs> two to two down in the other desert, tied with the Diamondbacks. They are currently in the fifth inning, top of the fifth inning. Make it three to two. Dodgers are ahead now. Three to two in favor of Los Angeles over Arizona. They are still batting in the top of the fifth inning. We'll come back and update the rest of the baseball preview. Some baseball coming up later on this evening as well, right here in the Bet Center. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. CNN.